Hey there, it's John, and it's 4th of July week, and you're listening to us, which is pretty impressive, but uh, you know, you should take a break. You should take a break for the 4th, enjoy the holiday, hopefully you're enjoying some time off, and uh, that's what we're going to do. Patrick and I are taking, I think, a week off, maybe two weeks, we'll see. Well, you know, we like to keep you guessing, so yeah, enjoy the episode and catch you soon. Welcome to just winging it all our winglets out there. All listening from around the world, tuning in from the polar north to the Arctic south, and nowhere else. Wingers? Only the northernmost and southernmost points on Earth are listening to this show. We have yet to corner the equator. We're working on it. But, you know, I think it's a solid strategy, because usually it doesn't, you know, people start with, like, urban centers and, like, you know, very centralized places. Yeah. But for us, we wanted to go with the extremes, right. which is why we have a whole set of shows dedicated to how to raise kids in Arctic conditions. Life in the polar circle. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, what it's like to have to survive purely on penguin meat. Yes. Because nothing else survives in your area. I mean, it's it's local interest, but it's global, you know, it's global in scope, yeah, and, I think. and how to, you know, really train your kids from a very early age how to survive yeah. on their own. Because so. if you can't survive as an Inuit, yeah. how are you going to survive, you know, as just a New Englander going to work every day, right? Exactly. You need to know, John, how to survive in the most adverse conditions on Earth. And that is why we're doing this show. That is why, in a moment, we're going to lock ourselves in a cage with a polar bear. Yes. One of us will survive. The, but the, the spoiler, polar bear. The, the polar bear will be the one that survives. <laughs> yeah, they're apparently like vicious, right? They're the they're... largest terrestrial predators on Earth. Of those on Earth, as redundancy. <laughs> they're the largest terrestrial predator. Did you know that? I did not. There's know no that. bigger land predator than the polar bear. I have to think about that. They're for a absolutely second. massive. I mean, think about a grizzly bear. Yeah. You know, that's the size of like a minivan. A yeah. polar bear is taller and larger than that. They're basically dinosaurs. They're basically, well, they're mammals, John, but that's, you know, a similar idea, I guess. Here you go, they explaining have, they mammals have teeth to me. and they can walk. They breastfeed. I mean, you know, they, they do. Well, they, yeah, they do. All right, fine. I'm they John Abdullah. I love breastfeeding. And I'm Patrick not fighting Green. a polar bear. Now I or ever. Be. I can't really tell because I'm still kind of feeling the effects of my medicine from my wisdom tooth extraction. Yeah. Which I'm going to go go ahead and apologize in advance. I'm having a harder time than usual talking, which might not be surprising because I can never talk anyway. Uh, and I'm also like kind of nauseous from my uh, antibiotics. You used the term in a text earlier that you were feeling barfy today. Yeah, which I was immediately like, just so you know. made me feel barfy. <laughs> just that word, barfy. And now everybody listening to this, exactly below the Arctic Circle. Uh, <laughs> well, well, nobody's listening below above the Arctic Circle. Yeah. Will be like, oh, I feel barfy too. I will say my but tolerance. Say it in their language. You know, I don't know what this is called. What is it called when you, uh, you know, uh, there's a uh, maybe it, it, it ties into the empathy part of our brain, I guess, yeah. where you're, someone yawns and you yawn. And similarly, if someone pukes or talks about puking or anything like that, and we're just going to talk about puke as much as we can in the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it feels great. Um, it, it conjures it up, right? The nausea. But yeah. I will say that my tolerance level has certainly gone up since having kids and oh, having God, to clean yeah. up puke and just like deal with that and, you know, hold it in yourself. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. The last time I gagged during that yeah. was like, an event considering the <laughs> amount of shit and puke i've cleaned up in the last six years right almost, right uh like there's been a, only a handful of times where it's kind of overcome me and i've had to like take a step back <laughs> and i've like swooned for a minute like oh my my lord <laughs> um and that was and like you pulled out of your fan yeah oh yeah, yeah. Bother. but anyway um, go on with ago. your wisdom teeth yeah, so uh, so I'm 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 in active recovery from this uh, life changing <laughs> procedure T-minus that I was I was 17 years overdue days? for. Yeah, I think it's four days. I don't really know. A couple of those days are there's one day that's gone. Uh-huh. The day that it actually happened is just there's photographic evidence of it. Yeah, 
and that's it. And so Micah, you opted Micah to be Tell put out entirely, not just the laughing gas. Well, I think I had. I mean, I didn't have a choice, but I would have also oh, chosen okay. because because they gave me that. I believe they gave me the choice of laughing gas or being um, put out. You know, I had entirely. both because when they put you out entirely, they give you the laughing gas. Ah, first that's right. Okay. To make you laugh at the frivolity yes. of your existence, think, and then you're gone. I think, from it. if I remember correctly, I just did the laughing gas yourself. Yeah, yeah, I just found it myself. Yeah, exactly. I think I. Oh, you just. I think, I think said I you adjusted. Opted. Like they give you a knob. Oh, and you're like, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, my god, right, that right. was amazing. Yeah. Um. No, I, I'm pretty sure I opted probably because my insurance, you know, at the time just covered. Well, how much did you get all four out? Um, I think so. Yeah, it was, was a it, long time ago. Was it like most when of you were us have it done to? when we're like, yeah. you know. At twelve, and and you had it done at. Uh, well, you're supposed to get it done between like seventeen and eighteen. Yeah, yeah. Which is when I, I mean, now. I was like scheduled to do it, and mm-hmm. then I just I don't know I don't I don't even remember why I didn't. Yeah. But it was like I'd heard like three or four too many horror stories about it. Deaths. And yeah, I, I, people were like, oh, I, well, I was disfigured for life. I like, <laughs> I like a colleague of mine was like, you know, I didn't recognize myself in the mirror for weeks. I was so swollen. Yeah. And my my dad was saying shit like this. Micah was like, I woke up and I was in like in a state of terror. Like I remember like people telling me like, I woke up choking on my blood and they had to like sedate. Oh my god! Me. I'm like, why why am I gonna do this? And it didn't hurt, you Ugh. know, until like a week ago. Well, like a, you know, two months ago. And I was like, okay, I think I was supposed to have done this already. Yeah. So uh, you know, it was fine. The procedure was uh, was surreal because uh, have you so have you been under anesthesia before? Yes. Okay. Yeah. The cancer uh, was one of the I guess the two times would be removing a testicle for yep. cancer because yep. I'm yep. glad that they put me on classic anesthesia twenty for that. questions question right yes right never exactly. have I ever and they mark right before they put you you know the anesthesia kicks in or whatever they mark your. Uh, your hand on which one they're going to remove and i'm right. like you better make sure you get the right one <laughs> and by right i mean left um and uh and then the other time was my appendix i think those are the only two times okay so yeah. but twice but twice that's 200 i survived more than to I tell had. the tale well it's, it's funny you say survived because to me that was the close it's the only time i've ever been under general anesthesia before and it's the closest to what i would imagine dying feels like <laughs> of anything did you see the light because i well i, I did i punched god yeah. It was great. No, That's I just good. feel like I just didn't exist. I, like, it's just nothing happens. There's, like, no dreaming. There's no, like, feeling huh. of, like, your brain. Maybe they gave me too much anesthesia. I don't know. But <laughs> how, I do know that, that, like... that a distinct experience from just sleeping, though? Aside from dreaming. Like, but you don't sleeping, dream every in night. sleeping, you're aware of the passage of time, right? And this... Are you? Oh, yeah. You think so? When you sleep a long time and you wake up, you're like, wow, I slept a lot last night. There's a feeling of time having passed. You're yeah, aware I guess that there, is. there have been processes happening. It's an unconscious happening. feeling of time passing. Yeah, as you're not to sitting there fucking one. like ticking off the seconds. But you're, but you're, well, you're asleep and you're like in that sleep having mm-hmm. dreams. You're going in these different states, right? Yeah. So you're kind of like keeping some sort of, of a course, weird yes, yes, rhythm yes. of your sleep cycles, right? And this is there's just none of that. Like I, I just, I just, so I actually, they gave me the, the nitrous oxide, which I've had before. Yeah. And, you know, and I remember the last time I, like, made a fool out of myself because I, I, I thought monster trucks were really funny. And I was telling them about, like, a monster truck rally that yeah. I'd been to. This is, like, two years ago, the last time it had happened. And I remember, like, I couldn't stop laughing about this, about how ridiculous <laughs> monster trucks were. And then I was, like, done with the procedure. So I was like, I don't want to make a fool out of myself. You know, I, As I if don't. you can control it. Probably <laughs> yeah, right? by planting but that in I your could. brain, you probably made it more likely that you would. Well, I apparently did, according to Micah. So the last thing I'd been talking about before the, the nitrous oxide had kind of taken me over was the anesthesia. Physiologist was getting married this coming weekend, which, by the way, I hope she has a wonderful wedding. She did a great job. Knocked me the fuck out. <laughs> um, so we were talking about her wedding, 
and I was like really engaged in the story and I was like really trying to listen. You're and I was like, I'm going to prove that I'm not just this like ridiculous, you know, I'm going to be like present. Oh my God. And I was like asking all these questions about it. And then like, and then I was just gone from the world. Like, cause they turn on the That IV, was probably a bad right? time to follow up on our, you know, a conversation where you want to do the follow up questions and have a conversation with someone. <laughs> yeah, well, I was doing right that. Right before someone's about to put that. you out. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I want to have a real conversation. And then I was dead. <laughs> And then I just didn't exist. <laughs> and then I woke up and I was apologizing. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. We didn't even start yet. And I'm like already, you know, falling asleep. Like, what a what an idiot. Right. And, and I was like, oh, there's nobody in the room. And like Mike is in the hallway. So then, I'm, of course, I'm like, they're going to tell her that I have like minutes to live. Right. <laughs> this is like the end of my life. And then I, I put it together that like it was over and they were like cleaning me up to go home. Like I was already cleaned up to go yeah. home. Yeah. <laughs> they were hosing you down. Yeah. They were yeah, like an elephant getting a bath <laughs> in a zoo. <laughs> So I was like, uh, well, I, apparently this was like, you know, the procedure and um, and they're like, yeah, everything went fine. You know, uh, you're expected to make it <laughs> for and another day I, for another day. And I was like so out of it mm-hmm. because I was still the nitrous drip was still going, you know, yeah. to like kind of pull me back. But also like I had just been knocked out for an hour. So I just had no concept that time had passed. Like I literally and there's felt a pain like killer involved too, right? I don't remember what they put. Do they give you something? They I don't must. think so. No, it's just the numbing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because so in my two cases of anesthesia, I also had the morphine, and oh, so yeah, right. that of course makes it a different <laughs> uh, experience. That must have been interesting. Um, it was. I mean, definitely. I remember it feeling good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, You're like, oh, this is a drug. Yeah. yeah. And then they were like, so you know, do you need more before, or do you, do you feel like you're ready? And I'm like, I think I'll take some more. <laughs> You're like, bring it on. I mean, when else am I going to have the chance? Yeah. Know? Right. Hose me down. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, so, uh, but I remember like I, I came to and I was like, I have to finish the conversation about the wedding. You That's really, the last thing that I that remember. That was honestly Yes. Back and in so your I brain. found the fucking anesthesiologist as I'm like lumbering through the oh, hallway with my guy to me. And there's gauze falling out of my there's mouth. just blood dripping I'm like, down. I have a beautiful day. And there's fucking gauze coming out of my mouth. I'm bleeding. <laughs> Micah's like, honey, it's okay. I'm like, no! <laughs> it's a great day. Enjoy it. And I'm fucking oh like, slobbering. And so then I start walking out through like the main area. I'm like, we gotta pay for this. And Micah's like, I already took care of it. And I'm like, no, it's fine. What the fuck are you even talking about? You don't pay. And then like, you don't pay at the end. It's not like a drive-through dentist yeah, yeah, or yeah, something. Like, don't they the like cash. send you a bill? No, we paid there. Really? Yeah, but we had already I've arranged this ahead that. of time so that like I, I wouldn't be doing this on my own. Mike right. did it, you know, for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and so I'm like, and so I'm start, I'm walking through the main waiting room, and they're like, "No, sir, it's okay. We're going to take you this way." And I'm like, I, just, "I can see the door." And they're like, "No, no, sir, we're going to take you the back way." And I'm thinking, like, "Well, that's funny. Why would they like bring?" Me- oh, that's right, because I'm a fucking slobbering, <laughs> bloody mess, screaming about weddings being the most they joyous have security day. Security on either arm, you know. <laughs> yeah, they're like, they're like, sir, escort. stand down. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just trying to be nice. I'm sorry. This it's a real woman- connect. I have a podcast about this. <laughs> And then this I got poor in the car. woman was about to get like was about to get married, right? And yeah. she's got this like fucking this demon Zombie. coming after her. <laughs> she's like now reconsidering the wedding. Yeah, she's like she's gonna be walking because there's down the an aisle, omen, a bad omen, having this like memory of this like drugged up bloody <laughs> lunatic screaming about love and you know peace and like don't forget to take pictures. Oh my god, it was so ridiculous. And then they escorted you out. They escorted me out. Yeah, and then Micah drove me home. And she was like laughing so hard because the whole time I was like, the thing is that we talked afterwards about how it's funny because it's like a rare window into who you actually are. Because like I had no awareness of myself. Yeah. At all. So who are you? And what, I'm what, what happened? Apparently what did that a really, apparently a really nice person who loves weddings. <laughs> that's, apparently that's who I actually am. A wedding I planner. I love weddings. Yeah, You're, I guess I should be a who wedding knew? planner. Yeah. You'd be. Um, I bet you'd be good at that. Actually, I would be terrible at that. I can't 
keep fucking anything organized. But I would no, be really true. enthusiastic but, about it. But you'd be really enthusiastic, and yeah. there would be some fucking crazy ass, like imaginative weddings. Oh yeah, people would be coming happening. in rocket ships from outer space. Exactly. It'd be great digging through the center of the earth. I, I got ideas. I think the everywhere. vision would probably be uh, more ambitious than the practical execution of that. Yeah, but that's what we're here so to do. So, like dream. the rocket, you know, something. It, it would have like a smoke machine, but there'd be too much smoke, and people would fucking have to like everybody fl- would flee die. the scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, but it's okay because it's okay to dream, John. That's right. You know, dare to dream, dare but to be dream. not an idle dreamer. Yeah, that so, was uh, Curry College. Was the, that re- the founder of Curry? That was really. Yeah, I met somebody from. I was going to put that recently. in the. Did speech you know that? that I didn't give for... Uh, oh, what were you, John? Let's hear it. What, what? I was the second choice for giving our speech because I was the valedictorian and yeah. I also like... But but that didn't matter for giving the um, commencement okay. speech. You just had to like submit a speech and go through a process where you do you give the speech in front of a board of people who vote or whatever. Wow. Um, and they ended up... Is that standard? Um, yeah, that's how they did it at, our, at my college. Interesting. Um, and they ended up giving it to the class president who uh, she did a great job. So I'm glad for her. I'm sensing so much rage from you. <laughs> like I'm sensing so much pent up anger. I, I allowed the nice me to you know to talk while the angry one inside of me was just going. I saw a twitch. <laughs> yeah, just screaming. Yeah. Uh, so what was the speech that you had submitted about? Oh, I can't remember. Well, I mean, I, I know it. I I know I had the dare to dream, but be not an idle, idle dreamer because mm-hmm. that t- felt like a very. I mean, so, it's so, wait, so obvious. Well, let's take a look at this because this will this will factor into our conversation to come. But I have a, a story before that. But I'm just saying this. Okay. So we'll dare sure to dream, dare to dream, but be not an idle dreamer. So yeah. you're saying so like think big, but do something. Make that shit happen. Yeah. Okay. So I certainly connected it into what was you know I felt like a calling for me that I I sort of discovered in college, which is this idea of uh, eradicating porn. poverty. Oh yeah, right. Uh, and porn. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So you know certainly I connected it to that while also you know having it be broad enough to connect with anybody i wasn't gonna right. like give people a lecture on global poverty right um practical idealism but yeah i mean that's what it's all about yeah i think you know it's like dare to dream but be not an idle dream i love that idea yeah i like that too but anyway who said it uh so i forget his uh let's see silas Abraham Lincoln. Sil- i believe his name was like silas curry silas s curry or something like that sounds delicious silas <laughs> do you ever like look at the name of your college and think man i want some fucking indian food um Every time you've said it, I have salivated. Yeah. It's also because I have my wisdom teeth out, so I'm salivating most of the that's, time. That's true. It's just, it's just bubbling out of your mouth. Um, go on. You have another story to tell. Yeah. Well, so so the the recovery period from this thing has been really easy in in general until yeah. today for some reason because now I'm back at work and I'm like Barfy. I like overdid it. I ate too much, you know, regular food yesterday, uh-huh. and I'm like feeling nauseous. But you know, over, overall, it's been really good. Yeah. And uh, last, uh, so my parents took the kids for a couple of days so that Micah could catch up on schoolwork and I could just kind of lay on the couch and just That's do nice, nothing yeah. for a couple of days, which was great. Yeah. Although I also finished a fucking um, score for an audio drama over the time, <laughs> which was wildly ambitious and somehow worked. I somehow was ahead of schedule on it. I Have was you like, actually looked back at it since you wrote it's it? It's great. You were yeah, up. people love it. <laughs> That's I'm, awesome. I'm, and I, I had written like 85% of it before this weekend. Okay, but it was due okay, on gotcha, Monday. Gotcha, gotcha. And I was like, well, you know, I'm either going to like be okay to do this deadline or I'm going to have to say I'm not going to do it. And I was fine. I actually finished That's it great. ahead of schedule. And it's kind of dreamy, you know. Yeah. It's a little weird sounding. It's got a touch of. Uh... Drugs. If, it. It's got just like a little bit of anesthesia still seeping into yeah. it, you know. Yeah. Which is the way it should be. I think so. Anesthetized from the world, there to dream, oh. but be not an idle dreamer. Uh, by Silas D. Uh, Chicken Tikka Masala. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
So anyway, so so I was I was very careful to recover from this. And of course, Micah now with her medical training was like very intense. Like, you know, if I wanted an ibuprofen and it wasn't like at the exact six hour mark, she'd like slap my hand and be like, you're not going to metabolize this properly. <laughs> and, and she'd, she'd have a chart out. And she was checking my pulse constantly. Yeah. Which was just you were hooked up to a machine. I was. I was like, why do we have like an in-house MRI machine? She's like, I don't know. Just for fun. Oh, no, that's the alien one. That's discovered the alien. That's a proximity. We also have those, too. Yeah. Um, but so she was like doing a great job kind of like, you know, taking care of me, making sure that I wasn't like fucking up my, you know, uh, healing from this thing. Sure. But something that's always been a huge fear of mine with any dental procedure is uh, dry socket. Oh, I, I vaguely remember what that is. Did you hear that burp? Yeah, I was trying to okay. ignore it. I want to just point out that <laughs> yeah. was not as vomity as it sounded because I'm thinking like, oh my god, they're probably people listening to this probably think I'm just like the holding creepiest a part about it. That was, was just a surprise applesauce. The burp. stare that I got after <laughs> wanting me, your eyes were saying, acknowledge my burp, acknowledge me, and I just refused to until yeah, you, true. you know, yeah. made me do it. Well, the audibly. other ones I've had on this podcast have been intentional because I'm trying to throw you off. That was an actual accident. That was my antibiotics going. I'm still down here, so you may still puke on this episode. I might still puke. We'll All see. Right, my pop filter. Are we done talking up. about your wisdom? Well, we're very nearly done. Okay, so so this, this this is culminating with last night, okay? So so I was worried about dry sockets, which happen when you create a vacuum in your mouth before there's been like a complete clot uh, healed, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. So it's it's usually, it's something that they tell smokers about primarily. So luckily I don't have to worry about that. Right. But you can also, if you drink through a straw, if you sneeze with your mouth closed, there's like a whole list of behaviors <laughs> that can happen, now. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, I had four of these open sites in my mouth. So I'm, I'm like trying to be very careful about not doing a behavior that will lead to this thing that sounds like the most painful experience a human can endure outside of sure. giving birth to a fucking woolly mammoth or something, which everybody does. So I, uh, so on the way home last night, I got this crazy attack of hit. We went to go pick up the kids in Connecticut, right? Two and a half hour drive. It's yeah, a, it's a big deal. I got this attack of hiccups. Uh oh. Now you don't know this about me because luckily I have not had hiccups on on air before. I have uh, extraordinary hiccups. I don't know what the fuck it is. Extraordinary in what way? I mean, they're like thunderous. They're oh, just okay. they're so loud. Okay. loud. I didn't know and if they piercing. just go on for a really long time. They can. Yeah, yeah. that happens which, to me. Which happened to me last night. Yeah, like I had hiccups for fucking four hours on and off last night. And they're like loud. Yeah. Okay. Like they're startling to me, and I'm the one having them, and I can't do anything about it. What but, do they sound like? Can you? Yeah. <gasps> Nuh-uh. Yeah, but like, but louder and weirder than that. It's. it's Has it ever happened to? Micah recorded it in last a meeting. Night she couldn't a stop serious meeting. About it. No, thankfully. Can you but see, usually I can stifle it a little bit by closing my mouth. That's yeah. like what I kind of rely but not on. Not now. I can, but I couldn't close my mouth. So the kids are trying to fall asleep in the back, right? <laughs> Micah's like trying to fall asleep and I'm like having these crazy loud hiccups like every 10 seconds and I can't do anything about it. Oh no. So Jude's getting just furious in the back and he's like, dad, it's like 10 o'clock. I'm trying to sleep. Yep. And I'm like, I'm so- oh, sorry. I'm trying. Oh. And it's just like this ridiculous situation. And, uh, and he's like, I can't get comfortable. So, so Micah's like, well, I don't have any blankets or pillows for you or anything. And mm-hmm. he's like, can I have your shirt? So she gives him her shirt to, to fall asleep on. So she's sitting topless in the, in the passenger seat. <laughs> Freezing, and so I'm like, well, then you, why don't you take my shirt? So I was like, so I was like, Jude, take my while shirt while you were driving. Yeah, while I'm driving, and I like take it off quickly. And Jude's like, I don't want your shirt. I'm like, oh my god. So now I'm fucking topless driving a car <laughs> with Micah next to me with no shirt on. And hiccuping. So I'm like, well, you like at least take man. my shirt because I can't get it back on. I'm hic- I'm scream hiccuping yeah. at this point, right? And I'm sitting there trying to stay awake, my fucking naked torso sticking to the leather of the seat, and I'm like scream hiccuping, trying to keep my mouth open so I'm not going to like devastatingly injure my wisdom teeth. Uh-huh. And I'm thinking like. How did my life end up in this moment tonight? You know, I was just driving down the highway thinking, yep. what am I doing? 
But we it's made true. It, you, you know. made it. And I don't but think I made dry it. sockets, but we made it. That's the key, right? All yeah. these parenting stories are just life stories. It's the it's the but you made it. When was the last time you drove without a shirt on? Um, I'm, I know you do it a lot, so I don't. You know. Yeah, I'm, I'm a typically you know. But when I'm, was as, the last time? As a time? surfer, dude, I I typically uh, that's true. I've never surfed in my life. You got to show off those ankles. Uh those ankles <laughs> by taking off my shirt. Interesting. <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah, I usually drive with one leg out the window. <laughs> With a banner on it. With a banner. (laughs) Why a banner? (laughs) That's so good. The wide load. Um, With the wide load banner. Uh, The last time, it would have probably been certainly coming back from a beach. Okay. Usually it's in the context of that. Yeah, you know, and it would have been a really hot day. But even then. But it was a long time. Even then, as an adult, have you done it? Um, Probably not. I mean, you know, maybe a college age. Yeah, I would say the last time it might have happened was like when I was 20. Yeah. It's weird being like a full-grown adult driving fucking shirtless yep. on a highway at 10 o'clock at night screaming loud hiccup noises. It's a different feeling, I have I, to say. I bet it is. But, I, but you know, many of our listeners listen without a shirt on, which is incredible considering they're above the Arctic Circle. Yeah, it's, just, it's true. It's just a, a truly inspiring if, tale. If you're listening without a shirt now, just uh, send us a quick email. Let but us know. But not a picture. But not a picture. But not a picture. <laughs> just wingingitdads at gmail.com. That's where you send it. I don't know why. I mean, we're not going to do anything with it, but- But we'll laugh about but it. But you should send it. Yeah. yeah. Please. So how are you doing, man? I mean, I had one of those moments, too, you know, where you just sort of, like, acknowledge, like, this is where I'm at in my life right now. Yeah. Which was, so I, um, <clears throat> you know, I was home yesterday and uh, after work, and uh, earlier that day, Bethany, you know, mentioned that she was going to stay a little later at work and, and go out for drinks with a couple of coworkers. So I'm like, all right, you know, that's fine. I, I felt like I, I feel like the kids are old enough now, you know, Grace is almost four. And Luke is like twenty months, so he's almost two. Mm. And they're like they're at a good age, you know. They can they play with each other, keep each other busy, and I feel like I can actually manage to pull some kind of dinner together yeah. um, while they're busy. And we recently pulled out the water table outside, which is great because that just keeps them busy, and they love using it. Yeah, but hang on. Yeah, go ahead. Do they not become absolutely disgusting? Oh, they totally. It, it's the trade off you have to make. Are you okay with that? I mean, it's not as disgusting as I thought it would be. The water, the worst part is the water gets disgusting and then Luke still tries to, even Grace like puts, you know, the, the toys in her mouth Yeah, they're sometimes. like, let me drink this. Exactly. Like, let that's me squeeze it out of the rubber web. ducky, which yeah. has had water since 1962 in it because we've, we've passed down our rubber duckies I for know, many that's generations. That's a classic Abdullah move. Um, and there's just, you know, mold and, and who knows what yep. breeding in there. Like, let's suck up the cat poop yeah. and then throw it in the water and then drink it. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, so, well, I think they're disgusting, but keep going. They are. Uh, so, but you know what? If they give me 10 minutes to make dinner, because that's how long it takes me to make the dinner, you know, it's pop it in the microwave. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so I had them out there. And uh, so this is the scene, okay? Um, I'm, I'm, uh, what was I doing exactly? Hiccuping in this furiously. I was hiccuping furiously yeah. while making dinner. They were playing at the water table. Um, I was actually, at this moment, I, I had put in some fries into the oven um, to heat up. <laughs> you could, this is going to be a healthy dinner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> some I'm glad you're just going some, with what actually happened. Some frozen happened. fries, okay. Arida? Uh, I think they were. Yeah, that's classic, yeah. Were they Arida? I think they were. Yeah. Yeah. Red bag? Um, and I was going to make hot dogs with them, all right? So wow. it was a nutritious really meal. really well-balanced. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They're organic hot dogs, so they're not... I would never... Um, I'm sorry, but you shouldn't give your kids regular hot dogs. Yeah. If you just look into what's in them and stuff, it's bad. Oh, it's a nightmare. But, but anyway. we, we always do Hebrew national hot dogs. Okay. Yeah, that's probably better. I don't I have no I, That's idea. what I was raised on for some mm-hmm. reason. We're not Jewish, but I, they're like, they're supposedly the <laughs> oh, best. Oh, they make some good hot dogs. Be- I think they're yeah. the best hot dog you can get. Yeah. They're probably and still awful stuff. They're probably still them. a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. We don't have It's better hot not dogs. to look at it. Yeah, yeah. We don't typically, just but close this was like a really quick. You know, I could just throw them on the grill and it was easy. Yeah. 
Um, so, so I'm watering um, uh, some plants that I just put in, mulched, all that. You At know, the same always time, mulching. you're always mulching. They, they well, I was outside. There's a with lot the kids. of activity going. on. I know, on. I know. So I was outside, and the uh, the fries were in the oven. I had long enough time with the fries that I didn't want to start the hot dogs yet. So I'm like, all right, I got five minutes to kill. I'm going to water these plants that I know okay, need watering. Okay, I get the sequence. And then I hear Grace start to say, you know, I have to pee, and it was like oh, clearly God, in a go. way that indicated that she already peed. Yeah. Um. So she had peed herself because she was, and I, I specifically when we got home had asked her if she had to but of course she said no well she takes after you when she yeah exactly i pee myself all the yeah, time classic. she was excited about using the water table and so you know she was just doing that so then i stop watering and i focus on her and i'm like you know what i'm gonna stay calm this is good but it gets into our mindfulness because i feel like before i was a more mindful person this would have played out differently probably mm. um but anyway we'll get there so so I go to her, I you know, I bring out a towel and a new pair of clothes and I'm like, let's just keep her outside and change her outside. It's so much easier than bringing it all inside because she's all wet. And that part was okay. Like, you know, I tried to tell her like, what are you going to do next time? You have to pee, you know, make sure you go to the potty. And then I, uh, so here's another, ra- <laughs> here's yet another activity that I layer onto this, okay? This is extraordinarily complex. Just wait, buddy. You're paragliding. I'm par- <laughs> No, it's, <laughs> this is me we're talking about, okay? So my, uh, <laughs> I don't know how much of a backstory to get into here. I have a Samsung refrigerator that I love, <laughs> mm-hmm. except for one thing. I've seen it. It's nice. That is actually, I've researched this more, and it is actually an open um, lawsuit because wow. so many people have had this issue, and I'm it, it infuriates me to the point where I tweeted them about it. Um, Did and you at them? I, I certainly. I you added, fucking added I Samsung? Added Samsung I, added, I added Samsung support. I added Samsung International. Because I'm like, you know what? I'm doing it all. Yeah, that's amazing. And they did respond quickly, but they, of course, their their immediate action was to get it into a DM instead. Yes, they love that. And then they did nothing. They slid into your DMs. Yes, that's right. Yep. So that went nowhere, but there is an open lawsuit that I hope Samsung, goes somewhere. Samsung, why are you sending me a dick pic? Because they're, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because their, their ice maker is defective. It's so clearly broken. It freezes oh. up and it's like, so here's what I'm doing to fucking get my ice maker working while the kids are outside while i'm making dinner i took the ice maker out and i had a fucking hair dryer and i was thawing out the ice maker to oh my try God, to get that, that to work sounds not safe so i couldn't hear the kid it is not safe at all one time it did spark because it went the water like, dripped into <laughs> <laughs> and then i'm thinking to myself bethany's out so if i die right now what will happen to them i mean the kids you know grace could take care of luke i think but you know what you will have died doing what you love grace would have taken the fries out of the oven for for luke and herself and they would have been okay you know as evidenced by her most recent cookbook yes exactly it's delight. So <laughs> I'm in there. So so I can't hear them. I'm using the hair dryer, right. and I'm like, I still got like maybe two minutes before. So I So you're put... hair drying water. Yeah, it, basically the whole top section of the ice maker where the ice comes out freezes yeah. up, and you you have no ability to modulate that. There's no dial. No, there's nothing. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. It's terrible, and it just constantly freezes up, and it breaks. It won't make ice anymore, mm-hmm. and so it's a known issue. You look online, and there's threads and threads about this. But anyway. <laughs> Um, so I'm sure they're thrilling in your spare time. You <laughs> so so it's then, tonight at eleven o'clock in bed on my laptop. Oh my god! <laughs> can you imagine? Infuriating. Yeah. So then I turn off the hair dryer because I'm about done with thawing it out, and I hear Grace who's saying, "I have to poop," and she oh had clearly god. been saying it for a little while, but I couldn't right. hear because of the hair dryer screaming at the top of her lungs. So then I so then I I move you know I put the ice maker back in. I go outside. 
and uh, I don't see Luke. Oh, he's God, just like he's fled, he's fled the scene. He's gone. <laughs> and so then I'm like, I need, either need to help her, who now I've uh, I've realized she actually shat herself. Oh at man, this she point. was having a bad night. She was having a bad yeah. night, and this was just after I fucking had the conversation with yep. her about what are you yep. gonna do next time your body tells but, like, you father like daughter. Yeah, exactly. I also shit myself constantly. <laughs> I get crazy. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'm like, all right, I either need to. I need to do a search and rescue for Luke, or I need to go help her deal with the shit. And, I'm and you like, also got food in the oven. And I got food in the oven. Um, and you got to flip the fries. Let's be honest. If you don't flip them halfway, yeah. they're not going to be worth good. It. You should fucking kill yourself. Right. And then I still yeah. have to get the hot dogs on the grill. They haven't even gotten started yet. I don't think Is so. Is the grill going at this point? Probably. I probably pre All right. So there's it. also like an active grill situation <laughs> going on. There is. Yes. There's so many appliances involved in this story. There are many appliances. Yeah, yeah. Maybe when I write this into a graphic novel, it'll be called like the the tale of appliances. You do the quick cuts like Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good, right? Yeah, and then just a close up of Grace screaming, and and you just like like a fucking idiot, hair drying a bucket of water, which is like the only thing you're not supposed to do with a hair dryer. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. So, so then, of course, you know. So I decide I need to look for Luke because he's missing. And yeah, he's that's twenty a, months that's old, vital. and that's yeah. bad. We do, you know, it's a dead end we live on, so that helps. So uh, I'm not as worried. So, uh, so I tell Grace go to the bathroom because I I don't even know what the situation is like. I I don't know if she still has shit or yeah. she has could to be shit. still shitting. She could still be actively shitting. So I tell her to go in because she's four. She can deal with it. All right, mm-hmm. almost, almost four. Um, and then I look for Luke. So I find Luke pretty quickly. He's just he's using water from the water table to water uh, a garden. That's so conscientious. It is, isn't it? Yeah. He, for some reason, he becomes obsessed with doing that, and it's awesome because he waters our fucking garden. Oh, our kids love watering gardens. Right? Oh, it's yeah. great. <clears throat> so he's doing that, and I'm like, all right, I think I can leave him. He's he, Knowing how obsessed he is with this, I think he's going to be okay. Yeah, he's just, fixated. Exactly. Yep. So I, mean, I leave him. I go to Grace. She's sitting on the toilet, but there's shit all over the clothes that all over the pants that she had pulled down yep. and it's like overflowing over the toilet like around father, it. like daughter I'm telling you and somehow it's already dried I don't even understand oh, this so situation oh so she was marinating for that for I a guess. while yeah. I guess well it couldn't have been that long because I had just fucking well, changed her was... okay alright so then I'm like trying to keep my shit together okay <laughs> and I'm like cursing like this has to be the night that Bethany is out you know having fucking drinks and Luke is still outside and I can I, yeah he's outside still but he's you know he's obsessed with right. that so he's gonna be okay I right. think he's I hope fixated. I don't hear any car crashes That's so good. I'm okay um, and then uh, and, and of course I should also mention that we're actively watching True Detective season 3 because you had mentioned oh, it God, and so in the back of my mind of course I am still thinking about him this could be it and then yeah. I'm gonna have you know a True Detective timeline story mm. about how to find him and all that but anyway um, don't ruin it for me I haven't finished season okay. 3 so then I'm with Grace, I, I almost take a picture and send it to Bethany and say, you know, don't you wish you were here or something like that? Because there's just shit everywhere. Yeah. And it's like, in order to clean it, I just have to fucking embrace it. Like, it's getting on my hands. It's just everywhere. Yeah, so you're past the point where it's like being dainty, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah I'm just using wipes. Yeah, and you're just throwing shit out. And like, you're just like, I don't care, but this toilet is going to be thrown out. That's right. I ripping the it out the toilet out of the wall. Smashing yes. it down. And and through this, I'm trying to keep it together because I know this is a touchy subject, and if you handle it wrong with kids, like it can really, you know, going to the bathroom. Like she was clearly very ashamed about yeah, it. Yeah, she got it. Yeah. And uh, so, but I was like, "What are you going to do next time?" Like I was kind of irritated, and mm-hmm. I specifically called out the fact that we just talked about this. And then she starts crying, and she's really embarrassed, and she's like, "I don't want Mama to see." And so then I, I feel like a shithead because you sent a picture. <clears throat> yeah, no, I didn't actually. Oh, you I, didn't was actually. To. Right. I was going to. I was going to. Somehow she read my mind. I didn't really yeah. realize that. But anyway. You were screaming it. So then I feel like a shithead because yeah. I'm cleaning shit and it's on my head. Right. But also because I've made her cry about an accident. 
Um, and and so how I'm just long like, have these fries been in the oven <laughs> by this point? Holy shit! I like my fries well done. So oh it's okay. my god! This that's how short of a You're time frame did a, a write up. All this happened. Not only did I make fries, but I've been into this thing now. Uh, this is going off in so many directions. Where I make it my own mayonnaise dip. It's amazing. With you put garlic, lemon, mm. and then you can put some chili powder and the and some mayonnaise and mix that's it up. It's shit. fucking that's divine. Good shit. Yeah, it is good yeah, shit. It's good shit. <laughs> not to be confused with bad but shit. But not the bad shit you're bad dealing shit with I'm during this entire episode. So I put Grace's clothes, which are shit covered in a bag, on your head. I'm, and I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna let Bethany deal with those later. Wow. And I'm going to spend my time right now cleaning up all the shit in the bathroom. Yep. Getting Grace, uh, you know, okay, and then finishing Wait, dinner. Wait, so you left actual shit-covered clothes in a yeah. bag for I Bethany si- to deal with? I sealed with? the bag. Did you not fucking put them in the bathtub at least or something <laughs> to get some of the solid I matter off? I sealed them. I, we have bag, oh, God, little sarcophagus. baggies. sarcophagus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I didn't have the time to spare. I needed to focus on Grace and then making dinner. Yeah, you could have gotten back to it later, though. Yeah, I could have, but <laughs> I, needed, I needed Bethany to feel some of my pain. Did you enjoy your girls' night yeah, out? Yeah. <laughs> she would have done the same thing, I think. Yeah. Because we're both equally bad people. You're right. Yeah. It's all um, about the violence. And so, you know, there again, it's like a moment where I'm like, what have I done with my life? <laughs> <laughs> but then, thankfully, as, as much as I did get irritated about it and Grace cried, I like didn't get, you know, certainly didn't yell or like get to a point where it was, oh, yeah. you know, it was bad. And then Luke was still alive outside, you know, putting water. He was into still the thing. watering. The See, the other shing thing out is the, the the plants that he was watering are right next to the fucking active grill too, which is another. I know uh, he should have come inside. He should have come. He should have come inside. You're Let's right. be clear. You yeah. know what? Now that I think about the story, and I'm not just saying this to feel to make it so DSS doesn't come right. after listening right. to the story, but I actually did. The, luckily, bring, they're above the Arctic Circle. That's so true. That's true. But I did bring Luke in. Um, when I actually cleaned up the shit, because I was like, right. you know what, this is going to take some time to do, and Good. I need him right, to be right. inside. You're like, Luke, I want you to fire the, yeah. I want you to be shooting her with a hose to get the poop <laughs> off, and then I'm going to get a hair dryer, and I'm going to stand right in the middle of that, and yeah. I'm going to hair dry you holding the hose. <laughs> that sounds good, okay? The the scene was so bad that you know Luke, who typically does not care whatsoever if there's like a if someone farts or there's like a poop smell somewhere, he doesn't give a shit. You right, know what I mean? He's right. used to smelling shit. Right. But even him in that bathroom, I think he was like he was actually upset about it because it was just shit and smelly and, and all that. So but we got through it, and then we had a delightful hot dog and, and fried dinner. Now, did you get did you get her back in clothes again? Yeah, this was after this. This was pair of clothes three. Okay, could um, you reach then, that point in, in a night we, with Henry too? Sometimes yeah. when he has an accident or yeah. something, I'm like, you know what? We're done with clothes. Like he's gonna just get his underwear. <laughs> Where on. we're going, there are no. He, clothes. Are, he already wants to take his clothes off all yeah. the time. Clearly, yeah. like yeah. just let him. He, we're not, I'm not going through more pants today. Oh we can't no, do but this much see, Grace. In addition to being an, uh, a, con- a a fucking Michelin rated chef, yes, she's also a fashionista. She is a and, fashionista. Uh, I know. So she's she, been featured in many publications. She is. So she picks out her wardrobe and Devil you know, Wears Prada. That's like a whole process too. Um, so so Grace. yeah, so she had her third wardrobe for the night, uh, her wow. evening attire, her and, evening, uh, her, her gown, <laughs> <laughs> and then we ate, and it all worked out fine. And it was yeah. like I was actually, even though I got a little upset, I I felt pretty good about the overall, like I, the fact that I was able to keep it together, didn't burn dinner, we ate together, and like you know, it was okay. Yeah, there's something about when things go crazy. Yeah. That I think gives you a good chance to be Mike. Just one. Yes, this is a good transition. <laughs> now that we're 34 minutes into the episode, and I'm trying to hold in my vomit. No, I, I do. I feel like there's. Uh, it's those moments where I find myself 
most needing to be mindful. Yes. And I'm not mean, I don't mean in like the regimented kind of way that like, I also do try to do, you know, with like meditating every day and things like that. But I mean, just taking that second to remove myself from my lizard brain reaction. Totally. Because in my working experience, which isn't very much because I don't work and I have no experience, I feel like (laughs) removing myself from the immediacy of the situation and my visceral reaction to it is like the mindfulness that I need to do because it gives me a chance to analyze what I'm doing and to be in, in control Completely. of it, right? And I, I, yes. I find myself like, I'm pretty good with controlling that stuff until I'm not and then I'm terrible at yeah. it. Like, like I'm like really good at staying patient, staying patient, staying patient. And then when I get frustrated or angry, like I, I fucking destroy the house and just burn it. Yeah. Um, and that's why I spent most of my life in jail. I just feel like it's nice to, to stop those things before they get to the point where you're yelling or right? before you get to the point where you're not really thinking ahead of your actions. You yeah, know? it's the lizard brain thing. I totally agree. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like I, I've gotten so much better in this area since having kids and, and trying to practice mindfulness more because, you know, just by practicing it more with meditation and some other stuff, I feel like that gives me some of the tools that I need to even just like realize this is happening and then check in with myself. Um, but certainly before that, I, you know, I, I had a temper and like specifically if I was trying to fix something, you know, and it was frustrating me, um, you know, like uh, something around the house and then I'd get frustrated and I'd fucking scream or, you know, like break something. Yeah. Um, cause I just lose it. You know, it's just, yeah. you get frustrated uh, to a point where you feel like you snap and, and you know, I didn't ever like hurt a person, but <laughs> But um, you ever just get that feeling? You just like rip a table leg yeah, off exactly. and start beating the hell out of your wife just to see what it feels like. It's oh, like, that's terrible. No, no, but uh, but yeah, but, but you I, know I, what the I mean? same thing. It's funny because you you mentioned your temper many times in the show, and yeah, as have I. I. And, yeah. and I, in the past, like there there have been moments where I've been like, man, I wonder if John would be yelling in this situation because we talk about that's this so hilarious. Much. And because I I, I find myself John do, I will yell about say. something. Yeah, what would John do as Jesus? Yep. And and I'll like yell and I'll be like, I wonder if that's what John's talking about because I definitely do have that within me, and it's yeah. something that I have battled much of my life. <laughs> I mean, I was like, that's part of why I was like, kind of a I'm not like a bad kid, but I had like behavioral issues as a kid because I was really impulsive with yeah. my reactions to things, you mm-hmm. know. And um and I would like break things, I would punch the wall, like we've talked about that yeah, in the past too. Yeah. And um I think a lot of like sort of teenage boys go through phases like that. But I'm, I'm still occasionally aware of that thing kind of like lurking around inside where I get really mad and I want to scream and hit the couch or something. You yeah. Know I mean? and, well, um, I think it's, it's terrible. I would say there's a distinct element there of uh, boyhood and manhood where that is a, that's a method that we're taught from a young age is okay. And I don't think that's the case now, but I feel like our options as boys growing up into men mm-hmm. to uh, show emotion and to like, you know, express yeah, ourselves right. or vent. We're, you know, the idea of like, I don't know, crying, you know, what are you going to do? Like sit and cry about it? Right. Right. That's not okay. That's right. what we're taught. I mean, you know, I'm not saying this is like, I, I don't know what your childhood was like and how much you were taught this explicitly, but, um, you know, even with my parents, like it wasn't that they ever explicitly said those words, mm-hmm. but you know, I saw the way that my dad behaved and I saw sure. the way that culture, you know, ta- the way that other men in culture behaved. I think the culture piece is even a bigger part oh, of it. Oh, I think it is. Absolutely. Me. Yeah. Right? And, and so that's- Because it's normalized. You that's see right. that, you, that, that, is, that is a very consistently normalized reaction that men have to emotional stress. Right. Is they lash out and get angry and yeah. they get even, right? And like, it's okay don't get mad, get that, even, right? right? It's, yeah. yeah. If you get frustrated- Because I'm a man and that makes sense to me and I feel that impulse mm-hmm. and that's what other guys do when I see them doing it all the time. Yeah. So it must be okay. It must be cool. It means I'm like a guy, right? Right. It's not like you have that thought in the moment, but it's something that you're sort of sort of subconsciously okay with. Right? It's ingrained, yeah. 
and um, counteracting that is is a big deal. I mean, it's hard. Part of it's testosterone too. I think it's it's okay yeah. to like to be honest that there is like a biological oh, reason totally. for that. I mean, and honestly, happening. like you know, using the boxing and pun- using the punching back has been yeah. a great release for that too for me. Totally. You no, know, oftentimes yeah. I'm right. just imagining Patrick Green right there, yeah. like talking to me, just and- smiling with the fucking identical glasses. <laughs> somebody, po- somebody, our, our coworker Emily was like, "Did you and John like coordinate getting the same glasses?" That's hilarious. I'm like, God- Damn it! <laughs> it was an accident. No, it's like it, it's that's so classic though. Like a thing that happens in work environments when you work around certain people, you start to look more like them. I feel yeah. like over we time, all, we all just merge into one just, weird. Yeah, I mean that's just human. That's just human behavior. Whitehead. Anyway. Um, it's true, and and I think that uh, you know we shouldn't derail this too much into like toxic <laughs> masculinity yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. But it is definitely. In my experience, something that I have become much better at since when Jude was very little, yeah. I've, I've I've had so many fewer. It's not like I ever had a lot of outbursts, but right. like I would have one a year where I would like, and I would really apologize for it and, and be like, you know, I'm sorry I yelled. Yeah, I'm sorry that I like didn't resolve it right away, and that doesn't really happen to me anymore. I get angry, and then like as I'm getting angry now, I'm I have sort of the 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 mechanism in place to like think about it and to be like, okay. I don't need to make a big impression with my anger right now. That's, That's right. not really a, a constructive thing to do. And I can usually turn it off. And I want to say one other thing that has helped me with mindfulness mm. is my my Apple Watch, which I know we've talked about in the past as well. But like literally monitoring my heart rate Mm. And and it's it's giving like a bio like a biomechanical aspect to <laughs> You're this like stuff. the Hulk with it, you know, monitoring <laughs> when it gets above a certain Sounds level. Real low, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I do. I'm like I'm like man. I feel like I'm getting stressed out, and I'll check, and it's like 95. Beats oh, per that's minute. so I'm interesting. Like, wow, I've never done really that. I should down. check it. And then up. I breathe, yeah. and I and I manually bring it down again, and I get it down to like 80. That's a really smart way because it's so like, okay. I'm doing it. I mean, it's it's, it's quantitative. You can actually just see it. Right? Yeah, it's literally there's data to back it up. Yeah. That helps oh, me that's a lot. interesting. Yeah. Uh huh. So uh, yeah, and I also wanted to talk a little bit about you know some of the practices that we've discovered over time. Yeah, and I actually have had conversations about well before the podcast um, with mindfulness. I mean, for me, it started actually in college, and I took a you know it was one of the electives that I could take, and What's I took your a, college a mindfulness class, curry college. God, it's so delicious. Um, tikka masala, mm. uh, chicken madras. Yeah, mm. butter chicken. Um. So so yeah, it was it, it was at that time I took a course. And it was definitely one of those courses where I started and I'm like, oh, God, have I made the wrong decision? It felt like it was going to be drum circles and like, you know, very touchy feely with people that I, you know, didn't necessarily want to uh, be touchy feely with. Feel it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm not listening to what you're saying because I'm thinking about Montepreneur. Yeah, I'm, understandable. I'm, about understandable. I'm completely derailed, but keep going. It's fine. Wait, so you were touching actually, people in a circle. I don't need you to listen. I just you were need touching our in a listeners circle. to listen. They're too cold to listen. We weren't they're actually in touching Arctic. in a circle. Okay, you, you felt each other. Uh, emotionally, maybe I, I don't. <laughs> you were physically groping each other. All right, go back, go back. I'm, I'm gonna listen now. Okay, okay. So we were taking, yeah, try to be fucking mindful, you <laughs> bitch. So we were. Ta- I'm so hungry. We were taking a mindfulness course, and 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 I don't remember exactly what it was called, mindfulness or meditation or something. like it's that. It's usually one one of those or yeah, both that's of those. True. And the instructor actually had her own. She had a CD. Um, and it was a little weird, actually, now that I think about it, because she made us buy her CD for the course, oh, which that's, is, I that's guess sleazy. people do, but I guess they do that with textbooks, too, right? They do. Um, but it was great. It was actually, you know, it, it was it was a very good way for me just to, like, have that Did and be able to use it. Did she cut you a discount? Um, I hope so. See, I would be okay with that. If she cut me a discount? Yeah. Yeah. She probably didn't, but I ordered it on, like, Amazon, and she only got, like, you know, less of a cut of it now, and she probably is that's pissed That's the way to do it, yeah. or get on eBay. That's how you get them back. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. So I took that course, and that actually ended up being very helpful for me because I I didn't know much about meditation. 
I don't even know what interested me enough to take it. It probably was just of the options. It seemed like, you know, an easy one to take mm-hmm. my senior year, I think it was. Um, so I took it, and, and I got a lot of that. And, and you know, in, in particular, connecting it to a lot of research that's been done. And really, I feel like since that time, which this would have been like 2008 maybe, since that time, mindfulness has become such a fucking buzzword and, mm. and so prolific, right? Prolific? That's not the right word. Um, but it's been uh, what were? <laughs> yeah, it's not 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 quite. Yeah. <laughs> that, that doesn't make any sense. So omnipresent, ubiquitous, uh, ubiquitous. Yeah. That's the word I should have used. Um, and so it was helpful for me because I got to learn the practice, but also see how you know it's tied to so many. Like for example, the idea of of stressing about the future is something uniquely human, right? Um, and and so we we basically. Uh, turn on a fight or flight response about mm-hmm. things that we think about, right? That aren't right. actually happening right. to us. And the idea that we could control that, or like you know, um, by being more mindful of it, t- take yourself sort of you know out of it in a way, like you said, um, is is powerful. Yeah. Because we're literally, I mean, we're, we're killing ourselves. Yeah. We, some, I mean, with cortisol, right? Yeah. So yeah. so that was eye opening for me. And then having some practices where I could just you know do that, I think was good. But then of course, like anything else, if you don't just like keep up with it and you're not forced to like in a course i slowly you know drifted away from practicing it on my own um although occasionally i would still use it for like migraines and stuff i remember that and then i rediscovered the practice through what what i think we both use which is headspace right um an app that has become very popular prolific i believe prolific Um, yeah (laughs) uh that has become very popular that really walks you through you know many different kinds of meditations focused on different themes um, and I found that to be similarly a useful way to just sort of get into a habit of doing it and having someone walk you through it. Um, you know, and, and for me, initially, I did it for a while on the train ride in because that was a space mm-hmm. I knew I would always have that time. I didn't have good cell reception anyway. So I'm like, what the fuck else am I going to do? Um, it was a little weird because there's people all around you and you're closing your eyes and meditating. But it is. But but then you realize like, oh, that's right. Everybody's asleep on the train yeah, anyway. Exactly. So it's not it's not weird. And right. what I do like to get around that is sometimes if, if I'm feeling especially self-conscious and I'm trying to meditate on the train, I'll kind of lean forward with my head against the seat. Yeah. And then just look like I'm like, you know, going to vomit or, or something. Or just lean on the person next to or you. Just like, yeah. Or just Have like hold them happen? really tight. So awkward. No. Has that happened to you? Yes. Someone was, she was falling asleep and her head was just kind of like that's so leaning sweet. onto my shoulder. No, it was weird. Were you like, were you like, you can stay, child? No. No. Did you wake her up? <laughs> I think I just like shifted my shoulder a little to kind of like, you know. I've done that. It's like when you're at a restaurant yeah. with like non-romantic partners and like your feet <laughs> are touching and like, and, and it, does this happen? Like, so, so you're like at a table, you know, and you're all kind of like grouped around and then clearly like somebody thinks that your leg is like the centerpiece of the table. So they like kind of oh, intertwine yes. with it. Intertwine. And then you're like, I don't know that that's happened. Yeah, with both legs and start yeah. like just like what is this it? fucking stretch? Uh, what's the guy in Fantastic Four? I can't even think. Uh, Mr. Of Fantastic. Mr. Fantastic. Yeah, really. Yeah. yeah, really hard to get that one right. Yeah, right. right I know. <laughs> Reed Richards. So, uh, but like, but it, it, I feel like this happens all the time. Maybe I just have great legs to cuddle with. I don't know. But I feel like they, they're just they feel like steel. Yeah, they're just they're just like so masculine. Yeah. Um, but like no hair, just smooth, <laughs> just smooth, just so your ankles are too wide. So people can't get around, <laughs> but like, but people just like, you know, platonic male colleagues will just like, they're, they're like, their feet will be like cl- very clearly touching my, cause they think on the table, right? They'll and wrap so then their it's leg like, around your leg seductively while they moan. <laughs> and it wraps and around you, like a corkscrew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We work, we work in a weird place. And then you have that moment where you're like, well, how long should, cause if you move right away, then you're signaling like, I don't want you to touch me. Right. Yeah, which yeah, is, yeah. which is true. Which is what I would do. Yeah. But also you don't want to like, but then they're 
going to feel terrible about it because then they're I mean, going to be like, oh, I bet they misinterpreted this as some like romantic thing. No, they would just interpret it like, oh, I thought that was the the pole. Yeah, but, but you want to have that with somebody you don't even know very well. Like if you did that, I'd be like, John, stop groping me. But but with somebody you don't know very well, yeah, right. I would just move my my like immediately. You would right away. You would do yeah, it. Yeah, because that just instantly gives a single. Oh no, that's not a pole. See, that's, I try that, to find. I try. To, I literally try to distract them. Yeah, and then I move. You by, and, yeah, I do. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be like, oh, that's crazy, and then I'll do this, and then you'll throw your notebook across yeah. the room and then whoa yeah no it's a weird situation it is a weird situation but on the train what what i use you know typically do is i'll yeah. kind of make it look like i'm sleeping yeah that's fair so so there's that um and then i stopped doing it on the train because why did i stop doing it on the train i switched the train i took i could take the commuter rail now right and it's a little bit faster and it's just like fast enough that i and i need to pay attention to show the conductor my pass um, yeah, that's bad. And so I just feel like I don't have enough time to do it. So yeah. I stopped doing that. I was a little worried about, you know, transitioning because I really enjoyed doing it. And I was doing it for, you know, probably years um, on the years, train. Uh. Years, plural. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's been a few years now. So I started now. Um, actually, I, I'm proud of myself for mostly doing this. Um, waking up, you know, maybe 10 minutes earlier. And I just do the 10 minute one on, on um, Headspace. And so it's pretty much the first thing I do in the morning after mm-hmm. I feed my stupid cat who's going to keep meowing until I feed oh, him. Oh, God, cats. Sorry, cats. But, you know, once you have kids, it's like the bottom of the totem pole. Yeah. So, um, I, so I do the meditation for 10 minutes each day. And, and it's really fucking hard because – funny thing is I find it harder to do at that time of day than I do on the train because – when I just wake up, that's when my head, I feel like, is just swimming with everything about the oh, day. Oh, yeah. It's, so, it's such a creative time for it me. Is. Yeah. So, so, but, it, but it's good because then it, you know, it just keeps me checking in with myself at that time and it forces right. me to get into that habit. So I have found that that puts me in a better place generally. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, th- that is a practice that I've found to be really helpful and I, and I wanted to share with others because I think having an app to help you walk you through it, um, it definitely is an adjustment <laughs> to sit alone with yourself, you know, with your thoughts for that yeah. long of a time frame. Do you frame. go in a different room? Um, I just do it in the living room. Nobody's, you know, nobody's in there. Okay. So, yeah, I don't, do, I don't do it in my bedroom. Okay. Because um, so, as we've clearly demonstrated, your kids have no problem getting me in your bedroom none. during intimate yeah, moments. It's true. Um, and they have not interrupted me while I'm uh, meditating, so that's Well, that's apparently it's something. selective interruptions going on. That's right, on. yeah. Very selective. That's a, so, uh, so is this before they wake up? It's before the kids wake up, yeah. It's early enough that, you know, that they're not awake yet. So, like, how early is this? Uh, it's, like, anywhere between 5.30 and quarter to 6. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, th- th- that could work. I feel like for us, any anything after 6, yeah. the kids are going to wake up if we move. Yeah. If there's, like, any motion going on, <laughs> which I know because I try to work in the morning sometimes, uh-huh. and it's just, and I'm, like, Isn't it amazing? fucking tiptoe, literally in my own yeah. room with Ninja, Micah on the other mode. side of the house, tiptoeing. And then fucking Henry will wake up. I'm like, how did that even, what are you even here? They, they definitely have a sixth sense around that, right? They do. They have ESP or something. It's yeah, crazy. It and then wild. they're so cute. Like, uh, this, so this morning, my, uh, this is not has nothing to do with anything, but I'll say it because it's cute. So, uh, so to give you an idea of what Micah's day is like today, she had to take a 540 train to go to mm. open lab before her lab started. And then she's going to get home at 11 o'clock tonight from clinical. That, that's, Seriously? That's a Tuesday. Yeah, it's Ugh. crazy. You better take care of her. Yeah. Well, you know, we'll see what happens. <laughs> no, no, she's, no, she's doing an amazing job. Um. But so, so, so she was gone before anybody woke up. You know, she said goodbye to me, and then I was like, yeah. "See a bitch," and I went back to sleep. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> your then, typical farewell. Yeah, bye, bitch. <laughs> um, and then she kicked you in the face. That's how. Yeah, I'm running my wisdom teeth. Yeah. Um, well, lack thereof. So then, uh, 
it's so cute though because because Jude and Henry still like came in at the at the normal time that they do, but I was like a little more awake because I hadn't really fallen back asleep yet, and it was like of course because it was around the time of six a.m. they yeah. happened to wake up, and just like getting that that moment where I'm like aware that they're doing it because we've talked about before like. There's just this every every single morning they always come into our room yeah. before like they get going for the day and it's just like and I never know exactly what happens like how that conversation looks right, right. but they're always like come down together you know and then they like oh, both get in the same spots in bed and they snuggle like so fucking tight it's the cutest it, thing that ever is, it's magical every morning yeah. I love that moment it's just you know, the best it's before the chaos of the morning yep. Um, but right after they wake up and they're still in that state and you're still kind of in that state. Oh, it's just so great. And I, I, I know we lose some sleep because of it and I don't fucking care. Yeah. I do not care because no. it is the sweetest thing. And, and how much longer are you going to have it? Oh, yeah. It's just you know? amazing. Imagine if they did but, that um, as teenagers, though. That'd be a little weird. Yeah, that'd be weird. If there's definitely a point, like, I don't know, of like 11 where I'm like, okay, this is this is weird. <laughs> like, don't do not do that. Please don't. Uh, I, but I would, my language of love, I would still be like, That's you can true. snuggle, snuggle me for the yeah. rest of your life. That's true. <laughs> Um, but uh, but getting to be like a little bit awake for that today was so fucking cute. And then they just like come in and like they like trundle into the room. And yeah, they both yeah. just like kind of leap in, and then they just like sh- like pull the covers down and they just like go back to sleep. And I'm like, oh, oh man, I fucking love being a parent. So speaking of sleeping, the other thing that's been interesting is we uh, we didn't even do this on purpose. I can't remember how it came to be, but it actually um, meditating became part of Grace's bedtime routine. Oh yeah. And it just like, I think at one point we had done, they have a, ki- a series of kid meditations in the app. They do, and they're so short. It's they're so, so short, yeah. so it's perfect. And so we had done one, and then, um, you know, just for fun to see if she liked it, and she did. And I think maybe, I guess at some point I must have proposed that we do it at night, or maybe she asked to. Yeah. And so there was a stretch of like maybe two or three months where she was doing it every night. Every um, night? I mean, you guys are habit based. She would play it, she, we would play it, and she would like, you know, there are some nights where it worked well and she actually did it for the two or three minutes. And right. there's some nights where, you know, if she'd do breathing for three seconds and then she'd be distracted, yeah. but want to listen to the rest. Right. And I was fine with that. It was like, you know, cause they're very cute. The Whatever kid, it the is. Kid meditations oh, are they're, very, they're, cute. they're all like imagining little scenarios and exactly. like watching the characters in the scenario. It's like, they're, they're yeah. adorable little, they're exercises. really well done. Yeah. yeah. But are. she's, so she's fallen out of practice there. Um, to my great disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I mean, I, it's the kind of thing where I don't want to force it because that'd be weird, you yeah, know, right. at this age. But but I like that you know you can kind of introduce it as a as a thing. Um, and 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 for kids in particular, being aware of your feelings is something that's really hard to you know. I never learned that as a kid. Yeah, clearly, as we just talked about with <laughs> yeah. the tempers, right? And so I, I really love the idea of you know thinking about your not only your physical health in terms of you know working out like we talked about and eating. But also um, your mind and how, yeah. you know, that's not even separated from your body, right? That's like a core piece of of your body. Um, and those two things are inseparable. And so taking care of yourself means, you know, having some kind of practice uh, to just maybe focus on um, your thoughts mm-hmm. and, you know, controlling your your brain. <laughs> and modeling that for the kids, yeah, right? And, yeah. and when you are meditating, being honest about it with them, it, which is funny because when I meditated and told them about it first because they've been like awake they're like, what? And then, you know, they're like, why is he still doing it? And I'm yeah. like, well, because mine are longer than the kid ones. I'm sorry. I still yeah, have to yeah, sit yeah. here, you know. Um, but but we do do that from time to time, like meditate while they're awake. Mike has been doing it a lot with school lately, and it's mm. been just great. Um, I've been doing it a lot. Well, actually, it's funny because this, this weekend I, I didn't have, because of like the coming off the pain medication and everything, I didn't have like the wherewithal to really meditate 
effectively. Like I couldn't really concentrate that yeah, well. Yeah. So I replaced it with reading, mm. like nonfiction. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to read for 20 minutes and try to like maintain my like thought process and try to follow what's going on. Ah, so it was mindful reading. And it was mindful reading. Yeah. So so I wasn't yeah. just kind of like skimming the pages. And that actually kind of accomplished <laughs> the same thing. It, it's all about like coming back in tune with what's going on in your head. Oh, right? totally. And and actually, I mean, they also have a series of mindful things now in this app where uh, like when you're walking or running or whatever. You can tell that they're, they've sponsored the show the number of times we brought up Headspace. <laughs> yeah, right. And in fact, if you go to headspace.com slash just winging it, uh, you'll, you'll get a 404 You'll get a 404 error, redirect, yeah. But then you just remove the just winging it part, and that'll get, take you back to just wing, uh, to Headspace, and we'll get no credit for it, but you would have done that, and it would have showed up in there. That's the way to do it. You'll always have the tracking. 404 in your history as a reminder of the dead end <laughs> that this podcast is for your uh, yeah. needs. So anyway, where I was, I was going with that is the, the you can do mindful like running and other stuff, but yeah. it also reminded me that in that course that I had taken... Um, there was it culminated in this like one day where you had to go and practice it for like I think it was a weekend. I don't know how they made us do that, but mm. um, you had to actually go for like it was I think it was a full day and and just be mindful and like eat together <laughs> mindfully. You yeah. should go home and try this. Just mindful eating. It's the weirdest thing. Wait, so you mean not talking, not talking, and actually experiencing everything about the food that you're eating. So like as you take a bite. As a family? Really thinking about it. No, I've never done it as a family. Can you imagine that shit? Well, we had to do it as fucking students at in, at in college. Yeah, but at least then it's like you're getting credit for it. Yeah, And you're with true. people who are your same age. Yeah. You know, you're all imagine fucking feeling each other anyway. Can you imagine the kids uh, doing that? Like, Yeah. That'd be creepy. Yeah. But even even doing it for like 10 <laughs> seconds. Can you imagine just silently just 10 seconds. sitting around a table silently eating? Yeah. 10 seconds with the kids? Try it. There's, there, Henry would stab me in the eyeball with his <laughs> fork during that 10-second period. That would not happen. You don't close your eyes while you're eating with Henry. You can't, you can't turn your back on him. You will I die. swear. He will fucking launch that plate at your head <laughs> faster than you can imagine it. Oh, my and God. And then complain that he lost the yeah, food. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's actually a really good idea. I you mean, try just, I, I love the idea of doing things more mindfully, you know? Yes. And I think um, bringing yourself back to what you're doing. Yep. And checking in. I don't do this often. And like I, I, you know, it's it's something that oftentimes they give homework in the in the app and I never do any of it. No. But uh, but I want to get better at that. And it also reminded me of this great book that I wanted to mention that I read um, some years ago. Um, oh, it looks like my Kindle saying that I read it in uh, 2015. Wow. Wow. It's called The Practicing Mind, Developing Focus and Discipline in Your Life, Master Any Skill or Challenge by Learning to Love the Process. By Angela Lansbury. <laughs> exactly. Here, I'll read. Since I'm looking at my page of hi- what I highlighted in the book, I'm just going to read a random thing. I'm just, I'm just scrolling to it. Distraction into the future because the product that you want to reach is pulling you out of the present and into the future. That, that, that I I have no clue what the fuck that meant. <laughs> I didn't for some reason I I highlighted not even a full sentence. So wait, say it again. Distraction into the future. Is there a colon there? Distraction no, colon no. Is there a punctuation? <laughs> no. Was this written by a fucking AI? Is that what it's this because, is about? No, it's because I didn't I didn't copy the whole thing. I'll Distraction read, I'll read a into sentence. the future. I'll read a full sentence. No, read the sentence you just fucking tried to read. Distraction into the future. What? <laughs> distraction into the future because <laughs> no finish it <laughs> because the product that you want to reach is pulling you out of the present and into the future that's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't help my mindfulness. <laughs> it's because I chopped it off. Here, let me read a full okay, sentence. Okay, yeah, yeah, try try something. Mo- most of the anxiety we experience in life comes from our feeling that there is an end point of perfection in everything that we involve ourselves with. 
That's very true. Right? Oh, God, yeah. That's yeah. huge. There's a bunch of these. Consider a sailor trying to reach the horizon. It is unreachable. If the sailor sees the horizon as the point he must reach to achieve happiness, he is destined to experience eternal frustration. Unless it's a flat earth, John. How great is that? Unless it's a flat earth. Yeah, well, it's not, so there you go. <laughs> but that, that, that feels no, like... No, that's great. Right? Yeah. There's, there's, and, and actually, I remember this coming up in the Book of Joy, I think, where you know we set ourselves up. I mean, in this country, the pursuit of happiness, that yeah. idea, right? But like... It's in our constitution. If, if, if all you're ever doing is pursuing happiness then are you ever actually experiencing happiness or joy? You know, like it's, I, I don't know. I, I appreciate well, the I idea Well, I think it's worth that. looking at the syntactical reality of that sentence, oh, which boy. is life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yeah. It doesn't say life, liberty, and happiness. And it doesn't say the pursuit of life, the pursuit of liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Very true. There's a difference, right? It's yes. life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Yes. And actually, I think it's really forward-looking because the pursuit is the point, right? The striving. You are pursuing a happy life. And because of that, you are never actually reaching it. It's like a... It's like a uh, it's like a uh, like a derivative function, right? It's like mm-hmm. you're always going to get closer to the asymptote, and you're never going to actually close it off, right? I haven't taken math in many years, and I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, it I, don't, I have no idea. But it's like you know, you can never approach like you, you can never act. There's no endpoint. It's the pursuit. Yeah, and I think the pursuit of happiness is a really great thing to to work on. Well, know? it depends though, because is the pursuit of happiness that you're never actually there? You're never experiencing happiness or joy, because I think oftentimes it plays out in that way, where mm. we pursue happiness. And that's it. Like, it's always this pursuit and never achieving a state of joy, Mm. you know? And so then it's like, I'm going to buy this thing and it's going to bring me happiness. I'm going to have kids and it's going to bring me happiness, all this other stuff. Um, But happiness doesn't just happen. But but those things can make happiness, right? Like, the reality is, is like, you will buy things. You you may or may not have kids. Like, there are things that will happen in your life that you're doing in the pursuit of a happy life, But I don't think they make happiness. I think that the happiness comes from within, you know, or the joy. Maybe that was the distinction we talked about in that episode. Yeah, right, right. And and, and so that when you're buying something, it's not to signify happiness for you. But but happiness can come out of buying something. Oh, completely. And happiness definitely comes out of having kids, right? It's it's all a matter of perception, and it's all a matter of being mindful about it because these are the waypoints in our lives, right? Yeah. This is the way life unfurls itself. That's right. And and it is it is a pursuit, it's a sliding vector, and that's where that's what's great about it. And you yeah. have to just like appreciate it. But I do think putting yourself in a in a direction towards happy goals, right? Mm-hmm. Like dream, like going back to your quote by, to uh, dream. by Chicken Alu Gobi, <laughs> an idle dreamer <laughs> by Stephen Nunn. <laughs> I don't know what your face is saying. I don't want to hear Indian food. Uh, but like it, it's all about you know say onion baji onion baji so right. so going towards uh, going towards the dream that you so you have a dream and you also yeah. work towards that dream that to me is what the pursuit of happiness is all about it's like you you have a goal for yourself and yeah. you go towards that goal and along the way you enjoy it and you and you do it and you activate it you know I think so <clears throat> right I, I'm, no 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 it's not I'm not disagreeing I'm really thinking it through and and thinking about. I'm mostly thinking about yeah. the Indian food that I'm not having right but now. But I think garlic naan. I think the the idea of mindfulness is Punjabi that uh, there's happiness or joy in in where you you are at. Mm-hmm. And so I do want to make a clear distinction here that oftentimes that this idea of mindfulness can be conflated with um, the secret kind of thing where it's like think happy and it'll come to the you. Law of attraction, um, which just you know I I despise um, a lot of that. But b- because I feel like it's fake, right? And actually, it but even people comes love up, it. You know, they do, and I feel like it comes up in some of the mindfulness, um, the meditation stuff with Headspace, mm-hmm. where he makes that distinction. Because as soon as you introduce this idea that if I you know think happy, then I will be happy, it introduces the idea that if I don't think happy, I won't be happy, and this whole like 
you get inside your head in ways that are counterproductive. Right. Um, whereas Because you're assuming more control over your chaotic existence than you have, right? Yeah, I think maybe. I mean, I think the the, the beauty of mindfulness is that you're just recognizing, yeah. I am angry right now, or I am, you know, you're recognizing, oh, my body, you know, is really tense right now. I am distracted right I'm now. I'm breathing really quickly. That's okay. Yeah. yeah right. Um, and, and there's no judgment on it, right? Mm-hmm. And just by doing that, it, it, it typically, inevitably brings you to a calmer place. Yeah. Um, so, you know, so I think that's powerful and I guess there's something about the pursuit that I'm still not, I'm still not quite there because while I, I'm like you, I think I'm very much about the journey, right? More than I am the end. Totally agree with that. I also feel like there's this, the, the, at the heart of mindfulness is this acceptance of what is and like where you're at, you know? And so in a way the, the journey (laughs) part is the end. Yeah, but I don't know if we're even talking about goals, different things. Though. I mean, like, oh still... <laughs> no, 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 totally. I'm not. Again, I'm not saying. I'm not disagreeing That's the way with I'm, that. At I'm all. looking. At, I'm looking at it like that. Like, like you, 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 you're afraid of like pursue the life that you want. Yeah. And to enjoy it, and to that that like that the pursuit is is the point. Yeah. You know? Oh, totally. Right? I think that's right. Not saying that if if I don't achieve certain goals that I've set for myself, that I've lived a failed life, and that I can't be happy about it. Right. But it's saying that like I can I can be an active participant in my life's journey, and I can enjoy that. That's right. That's 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 what I'm getting at personally. And you can adapt at the stuff that comes at you in life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like there's the goal and working towards it, which I do very much believe. It's the date or dream, uh, and be an idle be not an idle dreamer mm-hmm. by. Uh, I can't think of any other Indian food. I'm sorry. I, I, I don't have as By much Alu of a, Chot. Yeah. Yeah, Indian palate as you. God, I'm so hungry for this um, shit. But, but there's also the you know life that happens to or comes at you mm-hmm. every day and, and your ability to like adapt and manage that. You know what I yeah. mean? It's both. It's both, I think. Sure. Yeah, yeah it is. And, and I think um, I, last thing I'll say is that uh, I, I, we've put a lot of effort, and I, we've talked about this on the show before, but with our boys into – analyzing why they're acting a certain way and validating it. And yeah. I actually, I had a really nice moment with Henry earlier in the week because he's in a place now where if he's like even just a little bit tired, if he gets like kind of frustrated, <laughs> he just blows up, oh, you know? Oh, totally, yeah. And then he's okay. But like, but you know, for example, building with magnetiles has been difficult because if like the magnetiles stick together, he just fucking hates it yes. and he just screams, right? Yes. Um, and the other day he was, he was trying to, he wanted me to get something for him or, or something. And he was saying a word that I couldn't understand because his language is great. I, I, he speaks very fluently, but, but yeah. sometimes like he'll say something and I, I won't quite know what he's talking about. Oh, you know? I know. I hate when that happens and then they get frustrated and yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah. I feel bad. And I feel terrible about it. Totally. Right. Um, and I couldn't get it. And he was so mad at me about it. And then I talked to him and I was like, um, I was like, I'm sorry like it's my fault that I can't understand what you're saying and it must be so frustrating for you because yeah. you're doing a great job explaining it to me and I'm not getting it and I'm sorry but can you help me get it and I was like and I told him you have so many words and I'm so impressed with you and it's okay sometimes if you can't find the word because we'll find it together we can yeah. work on it right mm-hmm. and the the change in his attitude was like huge it was one of the first times I had like a real kind of emotional breakthrough with him Wow, where I because I was I was validating his frustration and saying yeah. like, I've been there and I get it and it sucks and it's not your fault. Like you're trying so hard and it's and I can't figure it out. Yeah. And that's that's yeah. on me, you know? Yeah. He can't do anything different. He doesn't have the vocabulary. Totally. Yet. And um so likewise with Jude, you know, like last night he kind of threw himself at the wall because he was throwing a fit about something that I I you know, I told him that he can't play as Game Boy in the yeah. car, you know. Cause he was but he was tired, right? Yeah. And so instead of getting like upset, I was like, You are tired. And that's why you're acting like this. And I get it because I act like that when I'm tired too. And I'm not going to judge you for that. And it's not going to change the situation, but I'm not judging you and I love you. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to feel the way that you feel. 
And that simple awareness that it's okay to feel that way is like most of the battle with mindfulness to me. Oh, that 100%. It is okay that How did he react out, to that? Right? He was great about That's it. That's awesome. Yeah, he he calmed down a lot. I I I also try to employ that in and relating to, you know, trying to validate their feelings like you just said, yeah. right? And help them understand what they're feeling because oftentimes it feels like they don't understand, you know, why they're so frustrated. Yeah. Um <clears throat> and you know, Luke is not even 2 yet, so it's a little young right. for him to get what I'm saying. Right, right. Um but Grace, I've been trying this a lot and actually it's a tactic that uh our friend Janet/Angela Lansbury mm-hmm. talks a lot about. And I feel like it hasn't there are times where maybe it helps a little bit for the most part. Grace is just frustrated and gets more frustrated at me not like <laughs> she almost like wants me to be, you know, frustrated or like um it annoys her, I think. Yeah. Which isn't right. to say that I mean I still I think it's the right way to approach it cuz like what else are you going to do? Get mm-hmm. mad at them or like, you know. Right. But um I'm always like I have the best intentions to do that and then Grace is just like shut the fuck up, you know. Yeah, I mean it's that, not like but... it, not, it's not like it always works, right? <laughs> I wish it would. But, I, but it's, I it's believe worth in it. doing it every time because you know what at yeah. a certain point they will be like, okay, I know dad's going to talk about fucking mindfulness again, so I might as well just be ready <laughs> for it, I don't even right? talk about mindfulness. I'm just like, I think you're frustrated. Are you frustrated? And she's like, no! You know, she'll just like, she just, it's fine. I mean, it's, clearly she doesn't have enough of that, like, self-awareness. Yeah, and, right, you know, it, right. And I get and, it. And, so. and that comes. And, and it's course. not like our kids always have that, but it, but it's something that I, I'm noticing more and more, especially in Jude, because he's just older. It's just, yeah. he's, he's getting really aware of it. And he'll sometimes apologize and be like, I think I'm tired and that's wow. why I'm acting like that, right? That's great. Which yeah. is great, because, like, I don't do that's that half huge. the time. That's you know? huge, huge, yeah. Um, and sometimes I feel like part of it is, like, if you validate the way somebody feels by just saying, by just giving them a hug, mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes it doesn't work with the kids because they're just violent and <laughs> pissed. But sometimes you're just like, I'm sorry you feel that way. You know, I'm not going to give you an argument. I'm not going to, like, fight you right. on this. And I'm also not going to change my mind because I'm your parent and, like, I made a decision on something that was based on really good data that, like, I know you <laughs> should not be doing this now. So I'm going to tell you not to and you're not going to do it. Yeah. But I love you and I'm sorry that that upsets you. And it's okay to be upset about it because I feel upset too sometimes. Right. And just encouraging that constant kind of of empathy you know imagine if we treated each other as adults like that i know, you know? right i mean and actually what we're supposed to that that's what we train people in the management leadership I mean, courses here certainly right? i mean we try to understand what somebody else is saying where they're coming from and then that's you right. empathize with it and you and you and you don't come at it like you make it about the issue and not the person that's right? right because so much of what people are doing when they you know get escalate things or get frustrated or whatever is trying to be heard yeah you know and until and the more you sort of fight that and try to like defend or whatever um, the more it often escalates, whereas, you know, I think validating someone else's feelings is, uh, it could go a long way, but it's hard. It's really hard to do. It is, and especially in the heat of the moment. Because we're all human, but you know. the more mindful you are, the better you get at it, Yeah, right? I think so. So, you know, we'll keep working at it. We're going to yeah. eat better. We're going to work out, which, by the way, you're looking good there. Yeah. Have you, been, have you, been, you got some pecs going on there. Well, this is a, a new shirt that I got that actually fits for <laughs> so once. So that's which the is, secret. Yeah. You just wear some tight <laughs> the shirts. The secret is, is my mom got me a shirt for Father's Day. Oh, She's like, you wear good baggy. Shirt. Thank you very much. Yeah, I like it got ice cream cones on it that's because it's the fourth of july it's excellent summer yeah um so yeah we're gonna eat better we're gonna work out more which you've already started doing clearly <laughs> and uh we're gonna be more mindful and, and ultimately we're gonna it. fucking uh not get any wisdom teeth again that's the trilogy of a better life that's how to it. live a better life. congratulations people of the arctic and you now know <laughs> and, and dream that's me. all right bye. see ya